God does his best work with damaged people. There's nobody in the Bible except Jesus who wasn't damaged. Yeah. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the More Purpose Podcast, where we talk from everything from faith to finances. I'm your host, Clarence. And your co-host, Marlon. And today, we have a very special guest. Major. He needs no introduction. He is a great father, a great husband, and one of the most influential leaders and voices in our generation. No other than Pastor Mike Todd. Yes, sir. What's up, man? My guy. Hey, yes, man, sir. what a pleasure. What an honor. What a... Uh, privilege to be sitting here yes, with two guys who have committed their lives to being a vessel of light to help other people. I mean, the, literally, the podcast is called More, More Purpose. Purpose. Yes, sir. Like, and uh, it's almost like I'm talking to myself. And that's hard. Uh, uh, Ten years ago, and just encouraging y'all. So today, about to be lit. Yeah, like I am. <laughs> Ready for this convo? Yes, I don't know excited. if you can see this or if you're hearing it, but we all look fresh. Okay, <laughs> okay. Let me just, let me just say, hey, my boy came in here clean, hey, man. He came in no, here no, clean. No, no, no. That, that we were in the anointing. There's the spirit <laughs> is moving. But the truth of the matter is, man, when I link up with people that have like minds and like hearts, amazing things happen. So let's yes, get sir. into it. Yes, we're looking forward to it, man. And one, we want to congratulate you on your new book. Yes, yes sir. Not destroy it. Thank and you. And also, bro. we want to appreciate you for just. Allowing us this opportunity to even mm -hmm. be up here to come to Tulsa, to come yeah. visit our church and be here to conference. Okay, come on. We got to tell everybody how this happened. Nah, for sure, for sure. Okay, for sure. so 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 don't don't let them, don't act like this is just like, we got to make sure we let people know y'all faith journey is a real yes. one. Oh, nah, most definitely. So we're going to try to skim through it, I guess. We don't want to hold y'all too long. Bro, but... they want to know how <laughs> tell we, we tell them the story, bar bar? bro. I bar bar bar. Bar. So, we going through Bible study, and while we're doing Bible study, we bring up Pastor Mike and everything, and while we when we bring him up, uh, I guess one of your members was on our live. Yeah. One of his members was on our live, and they said, hold on, that's my pastor. And then Marlon said, hold on, somebody from Pastor Mike's church is on the live. And we was like, hold on, shoot the shot, shoot your shot. <laughs> so, Marlon came up there and was like, yo, can you get in contact with him for us because we would love to have him yeah. on the podcast. She said, say less, it's only crazy till it happens. She put that in the thing. Yeah, she, she that, she I'm up. learning the story for the yeah. two today. So go. She types that up. She DMs you, and then she lets us know, "Yo, I sent the message. Y'all should go ahead and DM him while he's active on Instagram." I said, "Bet." So I call Marlon, my publicist. So I'm over here throwing the phone to him. <laughs> like, well, type the message. Yeah, type, type the message. Up, bro. Like type, hit him up. He's talking something. No, you hit him up. I'm like, bro, you hit him up. Like text him. He's like, all right, bet. Type the message and everything. And then as soon as we text it, you responded immediately. Immediately. Like immediately. Like it was no brainer. And when we sat, like when you text it back, it really made me and him like sit back and be like, hold on, like Pastor Mike ain't like no regular. Yeah, bro, like, I am person. regular, dog. I'm this. But, is, you, but yeah, if, I hear yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, you get what I'm saying. I'm regular yeah. dude. But we're saying as far as like with someone of your stature and someone with your influence yeah. and impact, you don't just open up any DM or you just don't yeah. respond yeah. to anybody. Yeah. So it was more like a man got yeah, like yeah. yeah, you're reachable, and it was like, God, all right, what you doing? Because this is like, well, let me let me stop because you pause. And we're going to come back to that yeah. place in the school. Yeah. Let me go back and let you know that I had seen y'all before. That's crazy. Uh, so, like, I had seen stuff that y'all done. And any young, black, on fire for God, swaggy, mm -hmm. but bold uh, person I, I have an affinity towards because 
this is how I've been living in crazy faith yeah. for decades now. Yes, and so I seen y'all, I was like, okay, I'll check them out. Probably two or three yeah. clips that floating mm -hmm. around. And I just took notice. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying? What So what ended up happening was I noticed your face and your smile. <laughs> that boy be smiling. <laughs> if you don't know this man yeah, got a smile, he's yes, smiling. And the girl was like, she, I, it just came up on my timeline. I was looking mm -hmm. for something else. Yeah. And I just clicked in. Like I actually that was wild. clicked into y'all's thing and mm -hmm. I was driving or something or somebody was driving me and I just watched for a few minutes yeah. and then up. and then a lot of time I'd be just trying to duck out nah, so they don't know if I'm in there. I'm like, yeah. wow, like, you know what I'm saying? But I stayed in for a couple minutes and then uh, I got mm -hmm. the DM and I hit you back and I was like, man, I would love to, to conversate with y'all. Yeah. I would love to do it yes, because sir. I live my life not based on opportunities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I live it based on assignments. Mm -hmm. And when I saw y'all hit me up, the Holy Spirit said, you need to connect with them. You need to do whatever it need, need to happen to, to allow the conversation to happen. Yeah, and crazy. so we were talking about doing something. I was like, I know the perfect time. Y'all mm -hmm. should come to conference. Yeah, yeah. yeah my just like four months this ago. Five, four or yeah. five months ago. It's four or five months ago. Yeah. Like, like, and this is the beautiful thing because a lot of times you'd be like, if it's God, it's going to happen right now. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's true. That's if it's God, like, this is the moment. Yeah. That's true. And it's like, I, I just gave y'all, like, I'll have somebody reach out. And that's all it was. Yeah. It was but like- We got to hold on to that. We got to hold on. Yeah. yeah. But you got to see that I was a man of my word. That's true. Yes, sir. You got to see that God didn't forget about you. Mm -hmm. You got to see that, hold on, this is actually something that could really happen. And yeah. now we, you here in Tulsa, yeah. in my office, it's crazy. the crazy. day before version three conference, y'all yeah. going to be here tomorrow. Oh, yeah, 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 right. sure, sure. oh, we rocking out the whole weekend. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is God- cares about the details mm -hmm. of our life. Yes, sir. So pick it up from where I hit you back up, y'all now waiting four months, yeah. and then what happens? So he hits us back up, and after the conversation is had, he says, I'm going to get sing to my assistant and everything. She'll take care of y'all, and she'll keep y'all updated with everything that's going on. We say, all right, bet. His assistant finally hits us up. I was like, hold on, it's getting real. Assistant hits us up. That's <laughs> <laughs> that, that, really happening. Yeah, that's a step forward. Yeah. So we going through, and my your assistant is wonderful. Yes. She's treated as well and everything. Amazing hospitality. Your, you and your whole team. Whole team. Whole team. Thank you, man. So then we go from there. So through those four months was more like, a, all right, what can we do to keep stewarding what we already been yes, given mm -hmm. up to the opportunity and, and past that? So because we know like everything, like possibilities of different things can change. Yeah. Yeah. Like things can come up. So we was like, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. We keep stewarding. Keep doing our Bible studies, podcast episodes, everything. And keep making sure that we're leading by example and doing what we need to do mm -hmm. to not only make sure this opportunity happens, but make sure we're ready for the opportunity. Yes, sir. Because we don't want to go into the opportunity and our character development not there yeah, to where true. we can't even have an authentic true. conversation. You yeah. feel me? So that's how it's been going so far. And then just different planning things of balancing our team out, make sure our team was covered, make sure we yeah. good. Because Hey, they here and they brought the squad with yeah. them. <laughs> the whole yes, squad is yes, here. Sir. <laughs> Had to bring them and just make sure our values are there as well. Like Just because we got opportunity don't mean... Y'all not coming too. Like, nah, y'all yeah. coming too. We're going to yeah. figure out a way to make y'all. Yeah. Because y'all hit me back up because I yeah. told you yeah. yes. I had two tickets because yes. the conference sold out. Yeah. And then you was like, yo, we need, uh, we need two more tickets. Because my fam. <laughs> yeah. And, but God works all of the details mm -hmm. out, man. I'm proud of y'all. No, like, I, appreciate I just it. wanted to start this podcast. We're going to talk about everything. Yeah. But I just wanted to say there are many people that never live in God's best because they just won't believe. Mm. And y'all have believed yeah. God. Even when it was like, all I got is this man's word. In four months. It, like four months, <laughs> and maybe this ain't going to happen. Yeah. And uh, 
We here, bro. I tell people all the time it's only crazy it's until it happens. happens. Yes, That's facts. But y'all told me y'all took that and y'all put y'all faith on the line for yeah. this to happen yeah. even before we met. Yes. Yes, sir. What happened? I'm taking over y'all's uh, podcast right now. I just want I just want people to know yeah. the real yeah. deal yeah. of like y'all not just sitting here because you shot your shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was before anything we even knew yeah. each other Facts. that y'all had decided yeah. mm-hmm. to steward over what God had given you. And then you put out, you saw it before you saw it. Oh, for sure. What 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 did y'all tell me y'all did? So from the beginning? I mean, I'm just saying that you told me you wrote It's Only Crazy yeah, to the yeah, Happiness right, so, right. so basically, before even DMing Pastor Mike and everything, we decided we was like, all right, cool. The first two seasons was cool and everything, but we want to start reaching out yeah. and actually taking the steps of faith into actually getting people of influence, people in the Christian culture that people see on TV or YouTube and everything but don't feel all reachable. Yeah. We was like, well, we're going to make them reachable. Like, we're going to show y'all that but they, they can be reachable and everything. Yeah. But in doing that, I'm a firm believer in um, Habakkuk 2 and 2, uh, Right Division, Make It Plain. And I started, like, stewarding that in my lifestyle through watching Steve, one of Steve Harvey's videos when he talked about writing 300 goals down. And yeah. I told him, I was like, yo, we need to write down everybody that we want on the podcast, we need to write it down so it can go into action yeah. and pray over this board. So we wrote it down on the board, wrote down season three through season four. It's only crazy until it happens, mm-hmm. in quotations. And then we put your name right into that. Right after that, we pray over the board, hell hands. Yeah. Fact, I think we got Hold recorded. On, where time. is it's the board? Crazy. You got, got a picture of the board? I'm, I'm going to show you a picture. A Bro, Come y'all got to superimpose it. the picture of the board no, in the edit. Nah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Definitely got to do that. <laughs> we, I think we have a video of us praying over the board, too. Do we? Clip that yeah. in right <laughs> now. <laughs> we got to. We got to find that video, bro. Ideal thing. Can we pray over it real quick? Go ahead. Lord, we just thank you, oh God. Thank you for favoring us, oh God. Thank you for placing your hand, oh God, on everything we've done, oh God. Thank you for placing your hand on Ryan and Ron's work, oh God, in content creation, oh God, and marketing, oh God. We thank you for placing your hand on me and CL's life, oh God, as we give forth your word, oh God, and as we deliver your word, oh God. We just ask, oh God, if you can continue to favor us, oh God. We ask, oh God, if you can continue to, to open the windows of heaven, oh God, and pour out blessings that we won't have enough room to receive, oh God. Continue to send our names in rooms we haven't walked in, oh God. Continue to set us up with the right people, oh God. Bring us into a relationship with the right people, oh God. Oh God, place us in rooms Rooms, oh God, that we're not even qualified for, for God. In the name of Jesus, we just thank you even now for divine connections, oh God, divine relationships, divine mentorships, oh God. And overall, oh God, we just thank you, oh God, for giving us the privilege and the opportunity, oh God, to make your word known, oh God. Oh God, even down from uh, me and CL all the way down to Ryan and uh, Ron, oh God, we just thank you for this, oh God. We thank you for this covenant that we have, oh God. And we just ask, oh God, if you just bless the work of our hands, oh God, allow us to be successful, oh God, in every area, oh God, and allow us to bring forth a lot of fruit, oh God, in souls, oh God, in doing so, oh God, we just ask, oh God, if you can be pleased with us, oh God, for that's all we want, oh God. And the Lord, allow everybody on this list, oh God, allow it to come into fruition, oh God. Allow it to manifest right before our eyes, oh God, to where we can cross off all these people's lists, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you and we praise you for what you're about to do. In Jesus' name, thank you for making More Purpose Podcast a household name, making Marlon Sellers a household name, Clarence Sellers a household name, Ron Griffin a household name, Ryan Griffin a household name, oh God. We just thank you even now for favoring all of our names. And oh God, we just know that this is going to bring forth generational wealth, oh God, for our families to come, for our children's children, oh God. So we just thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Amen, my boy. Good prayer. It's only crazy until it happens, man. Let's go! What are we doing? Real quick, Go. because I think with this story, 
um, something the Holy Spirit was dealing with me uh, about is that certain things you won't get until you speak it. That's yes, facts. Sir. Certain things you won't get until you write it out. Because mm-hmm. I was I was in a period of my life where I was looking at other people be successful, and guys like kind of telling me, "You're not following the principle of writing it out. You're not mm-hmm. you're not making the vision plain. How mm-hmm. could somebody run with this?" So yeah. I feel like this whole story of what he's doing is like showing that faith is expressed in action. And stuff well, like the that. truth of the matter is, the Bible says, "Faith without works is what." It's dead. dead. Yeah. And a lot of people are. They have, I tell people this, it's not faith for real yeah. until it's, and or it's not vision until it's written down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not actually going to be able to happen until you start saying something. That's facts. The truth of the matter is you don't believe it until you say it. Mm. There are so many things that people believe in their heart, mm-hmm. but they never say with their mouth. That's facts. Even how we come to be in relationship with the God of the universe mm-hmm. is this you confess with your in mouth. Yeah. mouth and believe with your heart. heart. It's both of them. It's not just believe with your heart. Mm-hmm. It's confess with your mouth. It's when those two things come together, that's when you enact God to start doing things in your life, mm-hmm. in your mind, in your heart, in your family that no man can stop. Yeah, facts. If God before you, then who can be against you? Okay. But a lot of people will not put their belief and their words together. And that's why a lot of times, you, if you watch, a lot of people speak death over the very things yeah. they believe. Mm-hmm. That's true. So I can, I, can, I, can be, I could be rich. I could be out of poverty. And be like, but I'm broke. Whoa, 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 you believe God can make you prosperous, you believe that you can go, but then every time you don't have money, you speak, I'm broke, you're canceling out the faith that you say you have, and so I'm telling you, bro, for anybody that's watching right now, you need to line what's up in your heart with what's in your mouth. When you line your mouth up with your heart, you can see it in your hand. We're standing here. Because what you saw in your heart mm-hmm. lined up with what was in your mouth, yeah. Yeah. came out in a vision. You got people all around you. You got a, a whole team yeah. mm-hmm. that's following you based on what you saw in your heart that you wrote down. Yeah. And now we sitting here and it's in your hand. It's crazy. You hear what I'm saying? That's yes, sir. It's right here. Yeah. There is no limit to what God mm-hmm. can do. Mm-hmm. If you figure out the formulas that he works by. Yeah. Everybody's trying to get God to bless their formula. Do his formula and it's already blessed. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, yeah. why are you trying to figure out a new way to do what God already you told don't have you to reinvent the wheel to? Yeah. No. And, and and so what y'all are doing, what I've been doing, is just displaying the proof yeah. that mm-hmm. God's way works. Yes, sir. A yeah. lot of people believe in the message of the Bible, they don't believe in the methods of the Bible. When you start believing in the methods of the Bible enough to work on them, the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. Yeah. Kill your dreams. Talk, talk, talk death to it. It's like, I'm, I'm telling this thing. So the fact that y'all, I got goosebumps right now. <laughs> the fact that y'all wrote it down, put it's only crazy till it happened, put who you want it in yeah. there, mm-hmm. and then started saying that thing out loud, praying over, putting faith on it, mm-hmm. and then moving in action, at some point, it had to happen. Yeah. My son, yeah, no cap. <laughs> it it was it, it was it was bound to happen. And if it didn't, because there's some people yeah. like, but yeah. if it doesn't, there was something better. That's facts. You gotta realize God doesn't downgrade, he mm-hmm. upgrades. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when he doesn't allow you to do something, it's his protection. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes when God doesn't allow you to do something, it's his redirection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when God doesn't allow you to do something, it is his 
new suggestion. He wants you to revision. Yeah. You were praying yeah. out of a place of insecurity. You was doing it for clout. You was doing it for this. Yeah. But I'm going to reposition you because I saw the part of your heart yeah. that was right. Yeah. So we're going to get you on the right thing. So when God doesn't do something, it's him doing something. Yeah. A lot of people... <laughs> Think that when God's not doing something, he's not doing something. When God's not doing something, he he's really doing, something. doing something. He's doing something, yeah. I always like I'm to say good. he's a, a behind-the-stage worker. Yeah. You know, when they close the curtains, you got the people, they switching the set, they yeah. doing all of this and that. And that's kind of how I look at God. He's, he's setting the stage for you. Mm. But but speaking speaking of uh, God redirecting some things, we know you wanted to do music at first. Bro. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of talk about that? Because we know you are PK. We are PKs yeah. also. So did you always know you would be in ministry? No. I didn't want to be in ministry. Unless, yeah. let, let's be very <laughs> clear about this. Like when I've seen my parents, the sacrifice, the walking by faith, the having to do crazy church people, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, yeah, <laughs> y'all can <laughs> have that. Yeah. And I'll go over here and make yeah. some money producing mm-hmm. for Beyonce and I'll just pay for the conference. Yeah. yeah. Like that's that's what I thought I was. Yeah, I want to cut the check. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's so funny that God puts you in the right place at the right time, calls you to what he wants because he he has a design. He has a plan. Mm-hmm. And for me, it started out with music, and then God was like, yeah, lay that down. Yeah. And it wasn't... Let me be clear, because some people, you know how they be boosting, like, yeah, I was going to be an actor, and like, yeah, ain't yeah. nobody ever wanted yeah, to be a movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, this is what I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Full I was making money doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a wife, like, mm-hmm. and I own my own production company. Yeah, that's awesome. I was working for HBO. I was working for, like... I don't want to name drop, but it yeah. was yeah. we was out here. Yeah. Yeah. I got offered six figures to produce for twelve wow. months. That's crazy. Like, so it wasn't like a, oh, this ain't just working out. I need to yeah. go do something else. But you willing to sacrifice? This was a decision. Yeah, mm-hmm. to go after what God asked me to do, and um, bro, I built a studio and I started uh, literally running sound at this church That's before it was Transformation crazy. Church. It was called Greenwood Christian Center. It was a church in the hood. And mm-hmm. um, God basically was like, yeah, help out with the sound. And I was like, God, they can't pay yeah. me. <laughs> they don't got no money for me. Yeah. Everything. This is this has nothing to do with my purpose. Mm-hmm. Say, yeah, I'm trying to develop your heart posture. Yeah. I'm trying to make you into something. And then the church had a church split where old boy was trying to take some of the members and all that, and they mm-hmm. lost a lot of people. Yeah, And... So the pastor came to me and said, hey, we can't pay you. I was like, y'all was only giving me 25 <laughs> anyway. Like, I'm here. Like, yeah. whatever. This is, this is not about money for mm-hmm. me. This is about... And that was the seed that took me from being the sound man to the youth pastor, from the youth pastor to the executive pastor, to the executive pastor, to the lead pastor in four years. It's crazy how everything comes full circle. Bro. Yeah, nothing wasted. Nothing wasted. Yeah. And so then God said, all right. I had to make you lay down music so that I could give you a new instrument. I had to I I had to see if you would lay down mm-hmm. the weapon of music so I could mm-hmm. give you a new weapon. And it reminded me cuz I thought music was over. I yeah. thought it was like ah. But then God took me to the story of David that David had several different weapons mm-hmm. in his life. Remember, he started out as a shepherd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his first weapon was a staff. Then he had his guitar, yeah. mm-hmm. and that was his second weapon. And the first time he went to the palace was with the weapon of the guitar. He didn't yeah. go with the crown. Mm. He went to torment Saul's oh, demon. Yeah. Yeah. But then his weapon was service, because the only reason 
that he got to the battlefield is because he was an Uber Eats guy. <laughs> like he was Uber Eats. Yeah. He was submitted enough to mm. be playing in the palace for the king, but still humble enough to serve his father and take sandwiches to his brother. Mm. Then his weapon, he didn't lose none of his weapons. Mm. He just knew when to change them. Mm. So then he met, walks up with Goliath and he picks up the slingshot and the five smooth stones. Then in the same day, he takes that weapon, puts it down, picks up a sword, cuts off Goliath's head. And then he switches weapons and now he has the crown. God. He never lost any of his weapons. Yeah. He just had to know when to use them. And so many of us, when God calls us into something, he's not telling you to discount your last weapon. Mm -hmm. He's saying, I just need you to develop in another one. Yeah. And most of us, the things we did when we were young, we stopped doing it. Mm -hmm. So practically, like for me, music now, I have a whole room my wife built me in my house I got my drums set back out. I've played drums since yeah. I was two. Yeah. And 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 now I'm sharpening that weapon. Mm -hmm. Production, they don't want to see me, dog. Yeah. It's about to get scary. They, nah. bro, it's about wait, to get scary. Wait. Wait and see. <laughs> like We already know it. But it's like, God, he's like, when I give you something, I always want to return on it. Yeah. It mm -hmm. just may not be your primary weapon in this season. Mm -hmm. And so now 2020 came around and God was like, all right, time for music. I was like, what? I thought, I thought that was <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah. It was like, it's never over with me. Mm -hmm. I never give you a gift that I don't want to see touch a generation. Mm. And so now it's full circle moment for yeah. me because we're walking into, I mean, I can't disclose on yeah, the podcast yeah, yeah. everything that's happening. Yeah. When I tell you we taking Dominion and the music industry, bro, mm. the stuff that I would have prayed and begged and prostituted myself for. Mm. And a different season, they putting it in my lap. <laughs> God, we don't need a record company. We got one. Time is right. Bro, everything. I don't need nobody's money. We yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah. I don't I can pick up the phone and call anybody we want to. Yeah. Imagine if you didn't go the long way around though. Bro, I would have been out here yeah. hustling for yeah. what God wanted to give me. So that's the key to all of this. Mm -hmm. Like God's timing is better than anything that we could ever do, yeah. but we have to listen and obey. Nah, that, that's good. That was good. <laughs> and I love that um, how you said you have a room that your wife made for you. And I want to tap into that as well because especially for people in our in our generation, in this social media day, they don't see too much of faithful men that's faithful to their wife and everything. Yeah. And I want to know how, what's your impact, your influence? Like your likeness, your you know, yeah. boy came here with the fit on, y'all. Like he dressed like, you know what I'm saying. But knowing that you had that certain type of attraction to this world and everything, how do you stay ten toes for your wife and your family? Yeah. So the first thing that I have been blessed with is the opportunity to have been given the gift of my wife Natalie since I was 15. Wow, that's crazy. She was 14, I was 15. We've been together. 24 years, married 14, That's Jesus. four kids later, and she finer than she ever been today. <laughs> today. Um, that was hard, though, mm -hmm. because we had to go from me being a boy to a man. Mm -hmm. Most people can't stay with you in the maturation process mm -hmm. of your life. And this is why uh, I tell people that they, they need to pray to fall in love with the wife of their youth. 
if you listen to scripture, it talks about being married and, and, and satisfied with the wife of your youth. Mm -hmm. Now, this is countercultural because everybody want to be a player and then settle down when they get 30, 40. Yeah, that's true. That is not kingdom. Mm -hmm. Kingdom is us desiring, not that you will always get it, mm -hmm. yeah. but desiring the wife of your youth. Why? Because then you don't know. Let me just say it like this. If you're hungry and you get a piece of chicken, mm -hmm. you love chicken. Yeah. You you cherish chicken. Mm -hmm. You want to eat chicken all the time. Yeah. But if you go and you have a buffet and you have the option of ham, chicken, mm -hmm. chicken tenders, okay. turkey, a brisket, pizza, what happens is what could satisfy you doesn't because of the ability to choose other things. Mm. I just want to see how you brought that down. That was... <laughs> no, no. That's and crazy. so many people in this generation are going to a buffet when they would be nourished by one thing one that thing. would give them yeah. everything they wanted and it could be so good. But what they're doing is they're picking things that are less nutritious for them. Yeah. They're at the dessert aisle. They're, they're, you know, like Golden Corral and all yeah. that stuff and they got the gummy bears and the sprinkles and all the little stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They're eating things that won't fill them up. Yeah. And they're hoping for the things that only come through real nourishment. And that's why I say when it comes to relationship, we wrote a whole book on it called Relationship Goals. Mm -hmm. And like, 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 yeah, if you if you need to tap in, tap yeah. in. I'm giving you the real and the raw of what you need to what you need to do to win at marriage, dating, and sex. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not listen, if you 12, you need to get there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing, bro. Because culture's gonna yeah. tell you what and this stuff is. Yeah. We need to have so, a godly perspective on this. And um, bro, we, me and my wife have navigated so many hills and valleys, but the truth of the matter is, I heard it said like this, it takes a real man, it, it doesn't take a real man to figure out how to love a hundred different women. Mm. It takes a real man to figure out how to love one woman a hundred different ways. Yeah. That's a fact. Way. That is what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. And plus, if I want to go super uh, spiritual on it. The, the picture of marriage and the family, God says, is the picture of God on the earth. Mm -hmm. So if somebody really wants to see God, even if they don't believe in him, everybody loves a good relationship. That's facts. That's facts. You can wow. be any type of mm -hmm. religion, back, but when they see a real relationship, it's like, dang. Let them. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to... Me and Natalie are trying to reproduce that on this earth. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so how do I stay 10 toes down? Number one, I married somebody who sees me at my worst and thinks of me in my best. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. The other thing is I marry somebody that's worth changing for. Like, if you marry somebody, age. you need to make sure that this person, you're committed mm -hmm. to changing for them. And loving them enough to change. Yeah. When people say stuff like this, is just the way I am, I'd be like, stay away. Stay away. That is not the yeah. ticket. Yeah. But when somebody was like, this is the way I am right now, mm -hmm. but I'm open to the Holy Spirit and you helping me become everything that God's created me to yeah. be. My wife has fallen in love with every version of me and I've fallen in love with every version of her. Mm -hmm. And bro, I'm telling you, we're 14 years in. We like some teenagers out here, bro. I, 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 I took my wife to Bora Bora. I'm, I'm just giving y'all some, yeah. some things to aspire yeah, yeah, yeah. to. You hear me? 14 days on a private Ooh, island. 14? Just 14, dog. Me and her. 
nobody else. Just falling in love with God, falling in love with each other, eating good, d- doing what grown people do. <laughs> and, and God was pleased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what okay, happens wow. when God, what was, used to be your greatest struggle and temptation, mm-hmm. then God gives you somebody that he's pleased with you and that person yeah. creating a life of abundance. Yeah. Bro, that's the goal. All of these chasing people and flying people out and sneaking in the DMs and trying to get a cut and all that sort of stuff, that is for the birds. Y'all can have fun with that. Bro, (laughs) have fun with it and feel empty from it. Yeah, yeah. No fulfillment. That's a fact. There is no fulfillment in that. Waste of energy. Waste of energy and a waste of your destiny. Destiny. Mm -hmm. But once you actually put that thing in perspective... Mm -hmm. And and rock with one person. And this is what I'm going to say, too. Like, because I got so many thoughts on relationship. And yeah. I know this is not just a relationship yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know this generation yeah. longs for this. Yeah. Hey, loving somebody's a decision. Mm-hmm. It's not a feeling. And that's why you got to make sure that you get with somebody and make a decision. And that's why you got to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, am I making the right decision? Because uh, yeah. I don't know what the future holds. Mm-hmm. But, bro, when you do that and you make a decision, bro... It is the best thing ever. And I'm believing that God's going to send y'all, y'all mates and the people watching right now, like y'all are going to be married to the wife and the husband of your youth. You don't got to be 45 years old, like, all good if that's your story. But I think that a lot of people don't get married younger because this generation doesn't even desire it. That's true. That's facts. A lot of people say, I don't want to get married. That's facts. Yeah. But you're missing the best part. Of moving with somebody yeah. towards Develop, developing together, everything. Yeah. And everybody's not meant to get married. Yeah. Let me be very clear. Everybody's not. Jesus wasn't mm-hmm. married. Paul wasn't married. Yeah. But they can have that. I <laughs> needed <laughs> to be married. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, man, I just, I think, Nat, I love you so much. You're the best thing yeah, that ever happened to me. Shout out yes. to you. I'll be home soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. And I love what you said about maturing. And, mm-hmm. um, her choosing you even while you was maturing. Yeah. And I know that goes right back to the book that was just released. Damaged, but, but not, not destroyed. Yes, sir. I want to know because we was watching a podcast one day and they was just saying how when there's a problem or issue that you know you need to fix and you just keep overlooking it mm. and you try to stay busy and stuff like that, it's like putting clothes in a drawer or a dresser and you just keep putting clothes in there, keep putting clothes in there. Eventually, the clothes are going to run out. Yeah. So I want to talk about how did you navigate through that process of process of actually facing your issues. Yeah, bro. Um, this is a good question because I spent 35 years not facing them. Yeah. Mm. So I, I want to let everybody know, like, God was blessing. I was past the mic already. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the crazy, I got the keys, the key, get like, <laughs> yeah. all of the stuff. Yeah. And I was still just stuffing it in a drawer. Mm-hmm. And then God allowed something to happen in my life that broke the drawer. Mm. Like, he, he allowed something to happen that wouldn't allow us to be able to act like this still works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, when, when me and my wife found out that our only son, MJ, had autism, mm-hmm. um, m- me doing the things that I normally did to feel better mm-hmm. and become yeah. better and yeah. like numb out and distract myself, none of it worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God was like, all right, now it's time to deal with you. Oh. And so... This is what this book is. It is a playbook at how to face your damage. Yeah. 
and I like want to coach people because the truth of the matter is I wasn't damaged at 35. I was damaged at 12. Mm-hmm. I was damaged at five. We got to go back because a lot of people, I'm going to just tell the you. Roots. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to just tell you the story. So I used to, we PKs, so this yeah, will yeah, be. Sir. Did y'all play any instruments or anything? I Did you? Drums. Okay, so okay. So, drums, okay. Pack, let him do it. Okay, all right, all right. So I, I wanted to play drums. You know, when yeah. you're that young, the goal is to play drums in big church. Facts. Yeah. Like sure. to be like the drummer yeah, and yeah. the main Sunday service. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you don't know nothing about that, yeah. no. Nah. <laughs> but like, so I, I was actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. And they would never let me play on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I played for the youth. I did this. I would come to rehearsals all the time mm-hmm. and practice the music and have it down. And I was killing, but they never let me play. And I would convince my parents to bring me up every Tuesday night for rehearsal, but they never let me play. Mm-hmm. And this was months, mm-hmm. maybe years. So I remember sitting on the back and being like, all right, cool. I guess being good is not good enough. I'll only be great. That's real. Take At it personal. 12 years old. Take it personal. <laughs> I made the decision I will only be great. Mm-hmm. Now watch this. So I start doing everything I have to do. I'm out working people. I'm competing with people that don't even know I'm competing with them. Yeah. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing all this stuff. And for a young 12, 13, 14-year-old, mm-hmm. it's producing results. It's like, why is this kid got yeah, so he, much ambition? Like yeah. he, He's next level. He's a leader. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm getting attention for it. I'm the top of my game. I'm doing all this other stuff, mm-hmm. and it's producing work results, and people are clapping for me. And so they're applauding the fruit, but they didn't know it came from a traumatic root. Yeah. The truth of the matter is, a lot of us are are, are projecting the fruit. I'm beautiful, but the root is insecurity. So you got a makeup brand now and you fly everywhere and you look good. But the truth of the matter is somebody called you ugly at seven Mm -hmm. and you have been working from that traumatic root since then. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, she's so beautiful. And he's so this and he's so that. Well, half the reason why dudes is players is because they were rejected somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. That's fact. So the root of it is rejection. And Mm -hmm. they be like, I ain't never going to be rejected again. Matter of fact, I'm going to make people want me. Mm Mm-hmm. They in the gym, thirst trapping, doing all the different things. Everything, bro. But the truth of it is the fruit is like, he's so handsome, he this, he that. But the root is rejection. Mm -hmm. And God made me, when my son, it broke. I mean, we had buildings, we had this, we had that. And God was like, all right, it's time to deal with the root. Mm -hmm. And bro, I was sitting with my mentor, Tim Ross, at a Crackle Barrel outside of Oklahoma City. And he said, when did your standard become higher than God's. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I'm telling him stories and stuff like this. And my man's like, he said, you want to be great. And I was like, that's the only thing to be. Like, I'm I'm like, what you mean? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm born to be great. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, but in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And he said it was good. (laughs) When did your standard become higher than God's? Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, he said he literally created the oceans and the stars and the sun and the moon. Called it good. And he called it good. But you're working for great. He said not one moment, even after he finished his greatest creation, which was man, and he blew into dust his pneumo and made us out of dirt. He looked at it and he said, that's good. <laughs> what would have happened if God would have made us great? 
I mean, we wouldn't even be able to fathom mm -hmm. like all the beauty, all of the excellence, yeah. all the intricacy. All of us is black, but we all got different yeah. like yeah. fingerprints and hair textures and noses and lips and 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 that's all off of God's good. Yeah. Good. Like that's crazy <laughs> to think about, bro. Just that's good. good. Just that's good. crazy. Like, like think about it. Like, God didn't be like, I'm gonna make something great. He's like, no, that's good. Some like chill stuff, like some chill, like <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but I had to be great, and he said, "You have to go back and address the point where your trauma started to drive your life, mm -hmm. bro." And that sent me on a journey to be able to realize that God does His best work with damaged people. There's nobody in the Bible except Jesus mm -hmm. who wasn't damaged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Except he chose to be damaged so that we could be healed. That's a fact. That's facts. <laughs> so, so, so think about that right now. That may not be your situation, but all of us got some damage somewhere. For sure. All of us got a trauma. All of shoot, a trauma. Yeah. Tons of trauma. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. but what do you do with that? Most people spend their entire life running from it, hiding from it. And trying to make it act like it doesn't even happen. And God's saying in this season, he was like, bring me your damage. If you bring it to me, I'll turn that damage into destiny. That's a fact. Bro, Ooh. every pain I've ever had is now my platform. Bro, y'all ain't even walked around this building yet. But when you pulled up, <laughs> yeah. this wasn't no small situation. At all. <laughs> Not annoying. Like, God has done amazing things. Yeah. The buildings ain't the buildings because it's plural. Yeah, I'm gonna take yeah, yeah, plural. It's not even the best part. It's what God's done in my heart. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it had to come from addressing the real problem, mm -hmm. and God cannot heal what you won't reveal. Point blank. Period. Yeah, it's facts. That was deep. That was no. real deep. You gotta, you gotta let that marinate in your spirit. Hey, <laughs> Y'all have to get this book damaged but not destroy. Um, because. When you actually take your healing series, and I think something that stands out to me is that you did the work because yes, a lot yeah. of people, especially we grew, we all grew up yeah, in church. Dog, so yeah. All you hear is go to the altar, Jesus, 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 yeah, yeah, Jesus, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. But okay, like what's the practical help? You know, so you have to choose to want to do that work, and that's what I love about that story. The truth of the matter is, I tell people this: the altar many times is the catalyst for your transformation, for your deliverance, mm -hmm. for the change. We gonna pray and we gonna go to a practice. That's mm -hmm. nice. We believe in therapy and theology. Yeah. Yeah. We believe in community and a counselor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We believe in doing the worship and the hard work. Yeah. And when you start working and walking like that, bro, you ain't even met yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is a deadly combination for anxiety and depression. And when God allows you to start doing that work, bro, it was like for me, I went from living in black and white to being in full color. Like nothing in my life was even the same ever again. And I believe God is no respecter of person. That's not special for me. Mm -hmm. That's just for everybody that said, all right, I'm going to take my trauma to God. Yeah. And he's the only one that can take your trauma to triumph. I wish I would have had this book at 17. Yeah. <sighs> I'm excited to die. Bro, <laughs> bro, at 20, how old are you? 22. 21. I wish I would have had yeah. this book at 21, 22 from somebody who I knew wasn't going to be on the bull. Yeah. Somebody that was going to keep it hot, humble, mm -hmm. open, and transparent. Bro, the keys that are in this book, if y'all get this at 21 and 22, bro, 
the next decade of your life living, walking, serving, producing, purpose, and freedom? Bro. Ain't nothing like it. Yeah. Bro, y'all don't even, like, I'm telling you, every person under the sound of my voice needs to get this book, not because I made it, because I needed it. Yeah. Mm. Like, I needed it. And so I put in this book what I needed. And I promise you, it's going to help you unpack what you need. Yeah. That's beautiful, bro. Like, that's <laughs> for real. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm yes, excited. Sir. Yeah. Like, we've been listening to the podcast and everything. And just off of how you're talking. And from when I first started watching everything, like, I watched the whole Crazy Faith series and everything. Like, just from there to now, like, you, from us outside looking in, we can see the group, like, the growth. Yeah. But even people that's here in Tulsa, like, the way... So, like, go ahead and tap into how when we when we got in the car in the yeah, Uber. Yeah, so we get from the airport, we get into the Uber, and uh, she was like, "Where are you guys going? Or what are you here for?" We're like, "We're here for transformation conference." And the lady in the Uber, she was like, "Yeah, we love Mike Ty." Uh, she was like, "He gives back to the community and all these different things." So we get to today. Fast forward, we're at the mall. Uh, lady at the cash register and Forever Twenty One tells us the same thing. We love wow. him. He does so much for the community. So we think that just it says a lot for your your, your own, fruit. Your own city you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying your own state to speak so highly of you because honestly they could have they could have said anything yeah, I think yeah, that's, yeah that's a portion that people like they try to leave that behind that how do the people like in the area how do they view you and i yeah. think that's a big thing so we just commend you on that bro i'm out here just trying to love people love god yeah love my wife love them kids and love the people that god puts me around when you do that and you do it consistently at a high mm-hmm. level at some point there's gonna be fruit yeah yeah this generation has to believe God for fruit more than followers. Mm. Yeah, more fruit, less Thanks. followers. Definitely, facts. We don't even desire it. We want follow. We want impact. We want influence. Yeah, God said they're gonna know you mine because mm. of your fruit. Your fruit. And when you make that distinction, all that other stuff comes with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I want fruit. Facts. I want these podcasts to get into people's. Ears and minds and hearts that ain't gonna comment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That ain't never gonna say nothing, but it's actually taking root in their life and they making decisions on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Cause what y'all said and what y'all encouraged them, but that's fruit. Yeah. I don't know the ladies or the people yeah. y'all talk to. Yeah. What if your fruit you never get to see? Oh, hey. Does it make it any less fruit? No, it's still fruit. Yeah. I just never got to eat it. And many times you're not supposed to eat your own fruit. <laughs> like you got, like you I want you to think about yeah. that. Not supposed to eat your own fruit. You're just supposed to bear it. And most people is trying to eat their own fruit. Like, yeah. I got the juice. Yeah, I, I'm that <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh-huh. No, I'm going to just take, I'm going to do what God tells me to do. I'm going to mm. bear it. Somebody else is going to come along from a different city yeah. to the mall mm. in the Uber. And they're going to be able to eat the fruit of what God did in your life. Mm -hmm. More fruit, less followers. Bro. We always talk about planting seeds and planting the right seeds. Because people will get the misconception of, why am I always having people uh, that don't like to be around me? Or always, I'm always in fights. I'm always in the arguments. I'm always around people that's jealous of this and that. What are you planting? Mm. What What are you planting around those people? How are you acting... When no one else is around, like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? And those, when those seeds reap a harvest, you're gonna be able to see what you've been sowing yeah, the for whole time. You, the whole time. Yes, sir. The whole time. But I did want to tap into um, 
what you said about your son MJ and everything. Yeah. So when you found out that MJ had autism, how did that affect your faith? Yeah, it was it was definitely a shaking. Mm-hmm. I know most pastors won't say that. Uh, no, I'm standing faith. Oh no, that messed me up. Mm-hmm. I'm out here screaming crazy faith for buildings, and God's doing it. Mm-hmm. But what about the crazy faith for my boy, mm. the young man that has my name, my only son? Like not being able to play catch. He's not looking at me. Not eating properly. Like zoned out. Like you was. Ju- he was just there. He was yeah. right there, and then like no longer like. It shook me, but thank God that God's big enough to take our doubt. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that God is moved emotionally like people are. He can take the different waves of your frustration, your anger, your questions. He's big enough to handle it. Mm-hmm. And so instead of running away from God, I took it to him. Let me be hot. I cussed. I was cussing. <laughs> I was praying cussing. I don't know if you've ever cussed. <laughs> this is mature believer stuff right here. But like, I'm pissed. And yeah. how, how the hell are you going to yeah. Like, I'm. Yeah. yeah. And God's like, chill. I love you. I hear you. No answers. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. You're going to make it through this. But God, da, 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 da. I see you. So proud of you. And it was God's consistent affirmation, mm-hmm. his consistent love. The, the, the parts when I'm watching my wife go through depression and my son's not progressing and I'm taking him to therapies and the people are saying, well, it wasn't a good. And I am then got to go preach. Mm-hmm. Like go in front of people and tell them to have hope. Mm-hmm. And my situation looks hopeless. They're telling me everything he's not going to do. And that's why I'm just grateful um, that I developed a relationship with God that I felt like when my life was broken and things were breaking, I could take it to him. I have four kids. And the one thing that I love about all my kids is right now, um, if they break something, which they do, they break expensive things. They broke it by phone. They were broken. Like they don't they don't have any yeah. reference. Yeah. When they break things, they bring it to their father. Ooh. When things are broken. We have developed a relationship that they don't go away from me and hide mm-hmm. it. They bring it to me. That's good. Because I'm the only one that can help it. That's good. It's more expensive than what they, they don't, they can't count money. They have no concept. Yeah. Of it. So if it costs $1,000 or if it costs $10, they don't know. Mm-hmm. So when they break things, daddy, your phone. And because I'm a good father, whether it's the, the, the remote or computer, I'm there to help them. Mm-hmm. Whether it's something big or something small, I'm there. To, if my four and five and six year old have the 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 awareness to do that, why in the world, when things break in our lives, mm-hmm. do we try to handle it ourselves? Yeah, it's crazy. I went to God, and He met me in my f- frustration, my shame, my anger, and He lovingly gave me instructions of what to do. Part of that looked like. You got to tell somebody how you feel. Mm. Not me. Mm. Now, this one messes with people's theology. Yeah. But he said, go tell somebody. James says, confess your sins one to another, pray for each other, and then you will be healed. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no, I confessed it to God. God knows my heart. Okay. But (laughs) he does know your heart. 
And he said, your healing's wrapped up in somebody else. Yeah. I need you to go tell them. I began to talk to people. And then my community was like, yeah, we're praying for you. God bless you. You need counseling. Me and my wife, it was one of my best friends, somebody in my community that was like, yeah, I set up a counseling appointment for y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She set it up. I didn't even, we didn't even do it. Yeah. But when you had a right community around you, That's you better true. check who's around you. That's true. Facts. Because when stuff goes down, you don't need people just sending you prayer hands. <laughs> no. no <cap. laughs> when stuff really go down, you yeah. don't be like, like, I'm checking on, checking in. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to help me. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Called the counselor. Me and my wife was doing intensive counseling. And we just started to acknowledge that. Dang, that hurt more than I thought it did. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I can actually be okay with the tension of like, God is good and this sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> God is good and this sucks. Yeah, that's true. And as I began to do that, I started to learn that God wasn't just a healer. He wasn't just a way maker, miracle worker. God was a sustainer. And most people don't know God as a sustainer. When the situation don't flip immediately, you know, on Sundays we be yelling like, it's turning around. Mm -hmm. And we was like, it's staying the same. (laughs) But I'll be with you through it. But when I start reading stuff in the Bible, when I look at Job and everything he went through, when I look at Paul and all that he went through, the scourging that Jesus had that we cry at, Mm -hmm. uh, the passion of the Christ, Paul had that five times. Like, I want you to think about my man being beat with 39 lashes five times. Yeah, this, I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine. It, but yeah. God sustained him. Many people think that God being a way maker is his highest form. Being with you in the fire, I believe, is God's highest form of showing you his love for you. That's true. And for me and that, when that happened, we learned that God was in it with us. Mm-hmm. And the more we found out he was in it with us, it changed our perspective. This still sucks. But then we started seeing God do miracles in my son's life. And so now MJ is a miracle in motion. He now goes to school with his sisters. He has a teacher that works with him every day. My man's counting money. Yes, sir. My man is spelling his name. My man is creating art pieces. He's a musician. He can sing. I mean, things they told us he would never do. He's he just he's about to turn eight years old. Like I'm watching God be like, Mike, mm-hmm. as you let me work on you, I work on him. I'll do the miracle mm-hmm. over there. But this was an opportunity for you to know me in a better way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell people every pain, every disappointment is an opportunity for you to know God in a different way. And most of us think that is God punishing us, and it's God reintroducing Himself to us. We all like that's, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Man, you just yeah. like that. Oh, that's crazy. We always like to say that um, your scars are not for you; they're for someone else. Mm. And and saying that we had it was one podcast episode where Marlon blew my mind because I overlooked this in Job, but he was like, "Bro, did you ever peep that in Job that the devil never brought Job's name up?" I said, "Hold on, brother. Let's, let's run this back." <laughs> I was like, "Hold on, you right." He didn't bring his name up. He said, God bring his name up. And having a mindset of knowing that different things that we may go through may be because God trusts us to go through it. Yeah. yeah. So when did you have that realization of, all right, instead of saying, God, why me? All right, God, this is you saying you trust me with yeah. to, to bear this. Yeah. You trust me to bear this and to steward it and to actually 
make something out of this because I know it's not just for me. It's bigger than me. The, the moment that I knew that I was going to allow God to get the glory out of the situation, because mm. that's the truth of the matter, yeah. Yeah. is a lot of times God's doing stuff, but we don't want to acknowledge it's him. Mm. Sometimes the breakup, that was God. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you getting found out, that was God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the consequences of your no actions, action. that was God being like, I'm, I'm course correcting yeah. you. And you're yeah. like, God, will you get me out of this? He's like, no, I'll put you in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, knocking you out, put you in it. Like, gotcha. Yeah, like, and I knew it was real that God was going to get the glory out of this and I was going to mm. submit, surrender to the process when I started sharing it publicly. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we was dealing with it behind the scenes. When we got the keys, 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 I went home that week and I'm dealing with my son yeah. who's almost six years old, peeing and pooping. I'm cleaning up peeing poop off the floor mm. every day, three, four times a day. Like, nobody posts that. Mm-hmm. Nobody's showing that. Like... I'm living this out for real. Mm -hmm. And God said, will you share it before I do the miracle? Mm. God, like, what is this? I mean, no, I want you to get the glory. He said, you get the glory if you share it after it's done. Yeah. I get the glory if you share it before it's done. That's good. You know how much faith you take to, to post that before. Beforehand. Because you're still kind of doubting the way you like. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you got to come through or not. I'm posting it. I mean, when I started sharing about MJ, my wife was still depressed. Mm-hmm. When I started sharing about MJ, he was not progressing. This was not a like, okay, we on the up and up. Let yeah. me start giving complete darkness still. But I knew God chose me. Mm-hmm. And he needed me to be his vessel to walk through this situation as a young black man, young black family, like walking through having a child with special needs, and he needed me to do it in front of people. Mm-hmm. And bro, you don't choose how God wants to use you, but you can surrender to how God wants to use you. And when I started sharing about it, bro, I got more testimonies and emails and like, I've never heard anybody talk about, I have special needs children. This is that. I mean, it opened up a whole new world mm-hmm. of people like, hey, nobody's ever talked about this before, bro, but I've been mad at God because my son did, 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 did. Like, and I was like, Lord, I wasn't alone. He yeah. said, no, I just needed somebody. Yeah. Be the vessel. To be the vessel. Mm-hmm. This is a little <laughs> What if the whole reason that me and my family went through this was an answer to somebody else's prayer. Oh, gosh. This is too deep for some people because you exactly. think that everything that God does about you. is about you. It's not. What if there was a family that was like, God, I need a sign mm-hmm. that you can work a miracle. Mm-hmm. I need a sign that my situation is not hopeless. That's and God right. says, um, who can I? Mm-hmm. I chose him. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, we just gave him a building. Now I'm going to give him a burden. Ooh. We just gave him a building. Now I'm going to give him a burden. And he loves me so much. And he's committed to me. And he has practices and community. It's going to hurt him, but it's going to heal them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to hurt him, but it's going to heal them. And he'll still serve me, and he'll still call it holy, and he still will. Yeah. Because he trusts you. Give give it to yeah. Mike and that. And, bro, we've been carrying the burden. Now the burden's turning into a blessing. Because no matter what God does, it got to end with him getting the glory. 
bro, I don't know what y'all came in here with today, but y'all pulling out stuff that I ain't never said before. But it's real, bro. Yeah. I love what you say all the time Jesus. about um, the scripture that says we overcome by the blood of the lamb, by the words of our testament. I, I love mm -hmm. the way you break that down. Bro, that's the truth. Yeah. Most people, especially in church, bro, I hate these whack, cliche, like secret mm -hmm. confessions. Yeah. Like, what you going through? Things. Like, what? <laughs> what does that yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. That what has God delivered you from? Yeah. You know, a lot of dark thoughts. <laughs> Bro, I want specifics. Yeah. Because what happens is when we overcome and we're, we share our story, it's fuel for somebody's faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are not seeing victory because they're silent. People ask me, why do I share every Sunday? Like, you don't have to, like, you know, share, like, every Sunday you were addicted to pornography. Yes, I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's how I overcome. The blood of the lamb is what he did. The words of my testimony is what mm -hmm. I did. Yeah. And how God delivered me from that. Mm -hmm. So I share, you can see me any Sunday on mm -hmm. any platform. I was on national media, like, the other day, and I was like, I was addicted to pornography. Yeah. I was a liar. I was a manipulator. I'm yeah. on, like... Channel 8, national, all over the world. Like, everywhere I'm going, I'm going to overcome. Yeah. And so I'm encouraging this generation to allow God to do the process on you, process in you and on you, and then share it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You never know what God will do with your testimony. And that's what, I mean, no matter where I'm at, bro, I'll be with NBA players. Yeah. I'm sharing my testimony, mm -hmm. and I'll be on the corner. And I'm sharing my testimony. I think people they they uh they they think they're viewed as weak. I think that's the main thing. And Paul mm -hmm. said, "I rejoice in my weaknesses." Yes, sir. So mm -hmm. I think a lot of times if I don't share it, I'm I'm the stronger one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to say, "Hey, I'm the porn addict." Hey, I'm the alcoholic. Hey, yeah. I'm the adulterer. Whatever it may be yeah. that God delivered you from, but it's like, why not? Yeah, you know mm -hmm. He changed your name. Yeah. You know? So hold on, buddy. yeah, yeah, yeah. He changed your name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was good. Bro, this is crazy to look at it like that because a lot of people don't realize that transparency really is like your outlet to healing. So if we can change, especially our, in our generation, like like he said, our generation will hold everything in. Like we'll have Bible studies and we, it's sad, like it's really sad that we host Bible studies to the point where it's, we be in my studio and we pack it out, but we don't want to leave the studio because some people don't feel comfortable to be in an actual church. Mm. And it's sad, so like, they, if they walk in a church building, they're not going to feel open to be transparent about what they got going on. Yeah. But when they come into a neutral environment that they're familiar with, they're comfortable with, their friends come in there, they see their friends take a picture and everything, they're more, or they're more open to like sharing, hey, I'm going through this. Hey, I've been going to the club every single weekend, but I ain't been feeling like myself. Well, I've yeah. been smoking too much. This is now. I'm trying to lead this right here. Like They're more open to be transparent about it. What do you think that we can do as far as in our generation or for generations to come? To reverse that, to make people feel more transparent, to want to be more vulnerable in their weaknesses and understand that their weaknesses can turn into strengths. Yeah, the truth of the matter is the reason why people don't want to go to church is because we leave the church at the building instead of being the church. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't need a building. Nah. I am the church. Mm. And when me and my people get together outside the church, we can be at Wingstop. We can be at the corner. We can be, that's church. Yeah. That's the ecclesia. That's us coming together. And the Bible says where there are two or three in the midst, he's there. Mm -hmm. 
So I want us to first off get the language right. Yeah. Y'all in that studio? It's church. It's church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Forget if they come mm-hmm. to something with a cross on the outside. Yeah. The cross is written on my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this thing, I hide it in my heart. And that's the first thing that we got to change. Mm-hmm. The building doesn't make you a believer. At all. The building will never make anybody a believer. You can walk into a gym and not be fit. <laughs> like, let's be very clear that when you go into a movie studio, it doesn't make you an actor. Mm-hmm. And I think the church has put too much emphasis on a building thinking that that makes believers. But it doesn't. It is actually seeing people actually walk this thing out. That's why mm-hmm. the vision at Transformation Church is to represent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is represent God. I want to show him differently, give him differently, package him differently. So somebody who's been presented the wrong thing can see the real thing. I don't care if you see it at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you see it if I'm on the stage. I don't care if you see it at the park. I just need you to see God differently. And this is specifically for lost people and found people. Mm-hmm. So I want you to know that I will present differently to certain people. And this is the other thing that the church gets really jacked up. They be like, you should be the same everywhere. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. Paul said, I become all things mm-hmm. to all men so that I might reach some. Like, I'm not approaching the dude who got all the money in the world and all the girls in the world the same way I'm approaching the, approaching the homeless guy. Yeah. Facts. They have different life concerns. Mm-hmm. And church people are like, you need to repent. You need to get saved. You yeah. need to be. It's like, bro, you ain't even met my need. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even care about. You don't even see me. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that we're doing is more about us. Butts in seats. Feeling like our church is Oh, I have so many thoughts on this. You see, I got stuck. Yeah. <laughs> because the truth of the matter is what we have majored on really is a minor. The minors. Mm-hmm. God cares about people. That's his passion. What I want to do is represent God to the lost and the found for one reason, that they be transformed in Christ. So I just I just want to encourage y'all, when y'all meet at the studio, that's church. Yes, sir. Don't ever let nobody tell y'all it's not. Just because it don't got praise and worship and y'all not taking up offerings and y'all mm-hmm. like... If God is there and y'all are there and the Holy Spirit is there and people are there and you talking about his word mm-hmm. and you might be talking about basketball too and relationships yeah. too, and yeah. all that, he's in the midst. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And I think like if we can break the building being more important than believing, then we get real dangerous. Because mm-hmm. I've had church in NBA locker rooms. Yeah. I've had church... And it, yeah, yeah. they wouldn't be ready for where I've had. I've had church in casinos. Mm-hmm. Walk into my hotel room and somebody sees me that's on the gambling table. That's real. That's real. And we turn that casino into a cathedral. Mm. Like, but people, Jesus never had church at church. I just want you to think about it. That is facts. He was in spots. That And at times, that they said they're not supposed to heal people. Man was walking by lakes and being like, do you want to be made whole? <laughs> like, yeah, my man was pulling up on sides of mountains on, on days when everybody should be resting and seeing people heal deliverance. He intentionally disrupted the, the cycles of religion mm-hmm. to show everybody that he was bigger than a building, yeah. bigger than a... 
a belief system bigger than a time yeah. or a group. And so I, I think for this next generation, when you wake up in the morning, when you hop up out the bed, <laughs> turn your swag on, <laughs> like when you do that, take a look in the mirror, say what's up. Yeah. Know that wherever you end up, it is an opportunity for you to have church. Yes, sir. Yeah. Once you do that, now I'm on mission everywhere I go. Grocery mm -hmm. gas station, yeah. Yep. Everywhere. All the church is actually supposed to do is equip the saints mm -hmm. for the work of the ministry. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to be where the saints come. I'm messing with people's heads right now. Church is supposed to be our huddle so that then we can go play the game. Yeah. Everybody is like, come to our huddle. And the opposition over here running up the score. Yeah. Because we just huddling. With the people just in the with, building. Yeah. The ones out there, they need it. Bro, what are you help? talking about? They need to play. The game is going on. Yeah. Yeah. Why are y'all in the huddle on the practice field? Yeah. All I'm trying to do at church is give you the plays so that we can then go out actually play the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and end it off right there. Cause that, <laughs> that was crazy. He wild. That was crazy. That was crazy. That yeah, was crazy. you, you wild. We appreciate you. Hey, yeah. bro. Jesus Thank Christ. You so much. Bro, when, when I tell you again, this is not just an honor for me. This is a privilege. God told me, Mike, if I do all the things that I told you I'm going to do, I want you to reach back and sow into people's lives that would never, ever expect it. Because what I've done for you is not just for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's for other people. So today, bro, I want to let y'all know that I'm in this position Telling you I'm damaged but not destroyed. Now the book was just a way for us to get here. Yeah. Yes, sir. This is me and 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 what God's done for me, really just sowing a seed into y'all. So the name of the podcast is what? More Purpose, More Purpose Podcast. More Purpose Podcast. Uh on behalf of myself and my wife, we want to sow five thousand dollars into the More <laughs> Purpose Podcast. What? Yeah, this is this is this is not about anything. This ain't even a church. This is me. Like, I want to sow into y'all because y'all are sowing into the next generation. And so I want you to know, like, y'all came here so I could be a blessing to you. Like, OD, bro. This, is, this is what it looks like when you're walking in purpose on purpose. Like, this is what it looks like when you're like, okay, God, I don't know what this means, but I'm going to just follow you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so before y'all leave, y'all will have a check for five Gs. You can count on it. Ain't nobody <laughs> ever said nothing to me about not doing what I said. You here. Yes, sir. And I want to plant the seed not just into y'all, but into this next generation so that y'all can continue to move the vision that God has placed in your heart for. No strings attached. Mm -hmm. I just want you to know whatever y'all have walked through, God's taking the trauma. He's turning into triumph. I'm honored. I love y'all. I'm blessed by y'all. I'm gonna see you win. Anything I can do, yes, sir. sir. Help y'all do it, baby. I love we you. We love you too. Man. We appreciate Thank you, bro. God. Thank you. Shout out to Pastor Natalie too. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually we can't let you sow into us without yeah. us sowing it to you. Uh oh, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't know this was gonna be a sewing fest. <laughs> so it's crazy that you even said that. Well, again, we appreciate you, yes, sir. But we didn't want to come here empty-handed. We want to oh. give you a love token Thank of you. our appreciation, and just again for the opportunity to even. Be in the room with you yeah. and to just have a conversation and for you to just be reachable mm -hmm. and for 
not only blessing us, but for you blessing our community as well yeah, that's watching. Because so they've been excited for the whole thing too as well. Hey, shout out. What are y'all called? More the, Purpose Ministries. Yeah, the More yeah. Purpose Ministries. Shout out to More Purpose Ministries. Yeah, Everybody that's been rocking with these dudes, praying with these dudes. Didn't y'all, didn't some people like, so I jumped on the live like a, a couple of, yes. I think y'all yeah. mama, like yeah. what happened? I didn't get to they see the whole thing. on the way here. What? Yeah. So they, they paid for us to be here because yes. we couldn't pay for it. Whoa. I had rent due in the first... Wipe my whole account out. I say, yo, God, you gonna have to make it happen. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I thought you going to make it happen because this is your business. It happened. It happened that same, that same night. The same. He texted in the group chat Look, before Bible study. Ryan texted me. He said, Hey, bro, I, I get your flight yet? It's time to get the flights. I said, Don't worry about it. It's gonna be handled tonight. God, I just prayed. God, gonna, he gonna handle it. <laughs> that night, got on live. My mom got up there and started talking about sewing and everything. And everybody sold, paid for the whole trip, the hotel, whole, flight, whole everything. Trip. And I was just laughing. Kyle was like, bro, let me tell you something. Again, my faith can move a mountain. God yeah. <laughs> yeah. gonna figure it out every time. Yeah. Yes, sir. Knowing not, if I don't got it, he, he going to handle it. But the truth of the matter is, before y'all came, God already told me 5G. Right? That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Until it happens. Yeah. Until it happens. Until it happens. Until. So, do you see how, bro, if y'all not getting this by now, Thanks. like if you not seeing how God's yeah. moving, the, the way was made. Mm-hmm. Before you made a step, mm-hmm. it was it was already made. Thank you, Lord. That's how Thanks. He does it. Mm-hmm. But what if you wouldn't have made the step? What if you wouldn't have done the lie? Jeez. What if you wouldn't have obeyed? What if you wouldn't reached out and DM? What if you you would be sitting there with so much less than what God had for you? Mm-hmm. True. Like for everybody that's watching, more purpose comes with more obedience. Yes, Lord. Period. I ain't forgetting that one. Yeah, what? <laughs> Thank man, you. I love y'all. I like too, appreciate you. Nah, hold on, okay. hold on, hold on. Oh, you got... Before we get out of here, yeah, just real quick. Okay, because I didn't know if I could... Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, I didn't know it's if cu- I could... It's, cu- it's custom made. Okay, I didn't know if I could, you know. <laughs> Ooh, the value is still in you, damaged but not destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I hope yeah, I appreciate you, bro. And I already see the semblance. It's the yeah. dollar. It's still valued. Yeah. Yes, sir. No yes, sir. If it's crumbled up, jacked up, I'm going to preach that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, thank you, man. Hey, yes, this sir. is this is my first meeting in my office. Oh, yeah. That's hard. Right. <laughs> I got some hardware for my office now. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Nah. This is love, bro. Yes, we thank appreciate you, you so much, bro. Again, thank you. Can't thank you enough, honestly. <laughs> we appreciate all y'all for tuning in. Make sure you want to drop your socials, bro. Y'all, 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 y'all know who he is. Y'all know where to follow me. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, we about to have a conference. Yeah. I'm gonna just tell everybody next time we drop version uh, four, the, the conference transformation conference. I need to see all of the more purpose. Oh, we coming deep for sure. Yeah. I need y'all. I need sure. a bus of people. We yeah, have. Nah, we're taking the trip right? for sure. We're taking that. Trip. Let's do it. Sure. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe. Show him some love. You know what I'm saying? Cop the book. I'm about to cop that thing today. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, other than that, bro, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And as always, it's more purpose. Y'all be safe. Love. love.